Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Olivier D. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast bringing a down-to-earth approach to personal growth. On this show, we're helping individuals just like you learn about tapping into their incredible potential through insightful interviews and inspiring lessons. Our mission is to encourage you to always keep pushing towards achieving your dreams and to stay awesome along the way. I first met Coach Will Baptiste through some engaging interactions we've shared on a mutual men's group that we are both privileged to be a part of. The group often gets together on some regular Zoom calls, and Coach Will never fails to keep us engaged and always has some powerful experiences to share. A trilingual Haitian native, Will is a man of many talents, a transformative life and mindset coach, certified fitness trainer with over 20 plus years of experience, author, and father. As a survivor of sexual, physical, emotional, and domestic abuse, and also having experienced two failed marriages as well as an unsuccessful business, he eventually went down a tough road that led to depression, addiction, and the need for clinical therapy. Having since overcome his past and with a new refreshing outlook, he's passionate about now empowering men to rise above all the pains of life and helping them be successful in every area of their lives. This was both an emotionally charged conversation, but a very necessary one, which I do hope you'll enjoy. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 182 with Coach Will Baptiste. Here we go. Well, I really wanted to connect with you because I really appreciated um, our interaction on, um, you know, Père uh, Impliqué, the Facebook group. And I really loved your vibe and I've been following you on Facebook for quite a while. And I, I love those posts because, again, you don't attack us, but the way you launch questions and open conversations, like you hold us accountable to ourselves. And without knowing anything about you, I know like, I like this guy's vibe. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I like the way he just puts, puts it forward because you're very earnest. And of course, we've interacted, uh, you know, on Facebook messaging and stuff. And we've always had that wonderful kinship. And I resonate. I saw someone who would be so appropriate to just have a fun conversation with because sometimes it's not just about, you know, teach us how to the 10 steps of discipline. and stuff. No, it's all about, you know, bringing the humanity back. Uh, to this platform because here we are the people listening to us are everyday people you know everyday human beings who just you know sometimes just need a voice whether familiar or not to help them take that next step towards the next level so in that same vein coach will welcome to the awaken the awesome podcast it is a pleasure to have you on wow as les brown put it it is a plump pleasing pleasure as well as a privilege to be in the presence of a king, to be in the presence of a billionaire in the making. Um, I appreciate you, man. What what a privilege. I mean, I've been looking for since I got the email. I'm like, okay, he must have sent that to the wrong person because, you know, and I'm like, okay, man, it's actually me. So I've yeah. been looking forward to this uh, for quite some time. It's just when you send me the text today, I'm like, okay, so it's, it's still a go. It's still a go. These things happen. Like, you know, the universe, you always answer to the universe. I, th- I believe it's important. Yes, yes. And you talk, You mentioned something that is a very, very in the line of, of what I'm becoming, uh, which is, you know, vibration. Um, uh, you know, just consciously aware. You know, we have different, we're all conscious, okay? But we have different level of consciousness. And I'm in the upper echelon right now working on my uh, consciousness and and. I'm I'm feeling a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling things that are, you know, there's a difference with having sight and having vision. Mm-hmm. And and right now I'm I'm taking the time to actually feel what's going on. And as I was talking to some friends, uh, you know, I, I'm part of a clubhouse. I don't know if you heard of clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm part of a, a lot of different groups, um, you know, mindset and all that kind of stuff. And at some point, I asked everybody, you know, there are a lot of guys, you know. They're, they're up there. They're up there in their status, success, and all that kind of stuff. And I said, I have one question for you guys. And and I, I, I just stop everybody completely. I say, what are we? Are we human doing or are we human being? And I pose that question, and you could hear a pin drop. It's like, where are you going with this? I see exactly my point. All I'm hearing is I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this, I'm a go-getter, let's go, let's hustle, and I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. 
But when do we take the time to be instead of doing? When do we take the time of being? We are human being, not human doing. And as I apply that into my life, um, recently, what I'm realizing, which is very paradoxical, is that I'm getting a lot more done by being more than doing more. So it's, it's, it's really, it's a pivot. It was a pivotal moment for me, uh, for me to get my mind, uh, wrap around that because I mean, I'm 41 years old Mm -hmm. and I've been muscling and hustling from the age that I was 12. All I know is hustle. All I know is like, let's go go get her. You're a man. Let's, let's do this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's go. Let's go. But never really take the time to be in touch with that inner person. And now I'm doing a work with me right now and I'm, and I'm being, I'm healing that little boy inside of me. I'm fathering that little boy inside of me that crave for a father figure. And by me doing that, inevitably I'm being a better father to my children because I know how to be a good father to myself. That so with myself, so powerful. This segment, I am, I, it's just, it's going to touch so many lives in a way that we can't even think or imagine. Why? Because here we are, two black men um, really taking the time to actually pick each other's brain, to do some type of of mind uh, uh, searching. We are searching. We are looking. We are asking questions. And I all tell a lot of people, I say, a lot of us ask questions. Most of us do, don't, but a lot of us ask questions. And what I want people to do is good to ask questions, but are we asking the right question? And I'm, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a path right now just to kind of help people to be awakened, to help people to see beyond what they can see, uh, to hear be, beyond what they can hear with their ears seeing beyond what they can see with the ear and feeling and really get into deep with themselves and really realize that there's greatness within them. Do the thing is I want to piggyback on that because I've been very um in tuned with um let's call it the 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 male condition if you will because I'm 40 myself I just turned 40 and the thing is I don't know why. And I guess that's why, you know, a lot of us have joined the Facebook group. And for some reason, I'm realizing, I'm not sure if you have, there is some form, we're going to use that word again, not just for shameless plug on a podcast, but there is an awakening right now among men, our father, our, our fellow compadres, among especially black men. Mm. I'm not sure why, but over the past year, not just the pandemic, I have been feeling that there seems to be a growing sense of connection and this need for us to be a little bit more vulnerable, a little bit more open, and a little bit more diverse in regards to the things that we choose to share. And just making ourselves heard, not just amongst our our, 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 our women in our lives, not just amongst society, but amongst men, and try to have a different dialogue than just cars, hot girls, sports, and food and luxury items because men are so much more diverse. I was having this conversation with someone over Instagram. Why are you so, you know, actively like, you know, about men and always pushing, you know, men is like, but do you have any idea? The re- If you're asking that question, that's exactly why we need to keep having this conversation, whether on mental health, whether in through awakening, whether through, you know, just building a better dialogue amongst ourselves. And I think that you're right, that these exchanges, whether through two people, you and I, or on a platform of 10,000, this needs to happen. I was just wondering to ask yourself the question, what what is happening right now? Why are men searching for this this outlet amongst each other? Why, 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 where is this need coming from? There's one thing that comes to my mind. Um, I think at some point we are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Um, what's happening in around the world. And we come to realize that we have to be our own heroes. No one is coming to save us. 
and we have to start. See, what's ha- what was happening? That this is completely my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 you know, no scientific uh, 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 research or none of that. No polls or nothing. That's what we're it, here for. It's purely my interpretation of of the last few years that I've been on, been on this earth. I believe that everything that we need is within us. But what's happening, it, it is so simple that we think we need to look for it in the outer world. And now we realize now what we thought, you know, what our parents, I mean, God bless them. They did the best they could. Yes. Um, we didn't have conscious, enough conscious parents. So they, they give us what the best they had. And we can't blame them for, for, for giving us, for not giving us what they didn't have. So it's up to us now, now that we know better, we should do better. Now to come back to your question, mm-hmm. what do we, th- what, what do I think is happening? I think what's happening is that we realize that the world is not what, it's not that pretty picture that we're, you know, we were, that pretty story that we were told when we were kids. We realize that, okay. Um, what we are looking for in the other world is being inside of us this whole time. Wow. And also what we realize is that um, by ourselves alone, we can go, we can go faster, but together we can go further. So it is that, it is that mentality and there's a lot of other things that are happening. We realize that divided will fall. So a house that's being divided cannot stand. So we realize that we have no other alternative. You have to understand that it's through, it's always, always, even the history has, has taught us us. It's always through hardship. It's always through uh, adversities that there's a come togetherness mm-hmm. and we have had that in the past because there's nothing new under the sun. Everything that's happening right now have had it happen in the past and it would just circle it back. Now it's happening in our generation. And I believe that it is time for us to really capture what's happening in this moment. Now, the reason why I, I really, really want to uh, hone in on that is because I've got, I've got children I'm raising and I want to live this world a better place than I found it. I think we need that because we don't have enough role model on our, on our, on our, on our platform or, or where we at right now. And then we have it on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. But those are the people that are, we cannot touch, mm-hmm. but we talk people that are, we seen on a day to day basis. I think we need those kind of people to tell us, Hey, listen, I hear you. I, I, I listen to you. I understand. I'm a living proof of what you're going through right now. So I, I hope that answered the question. I know oh, that I- is no, that's word. That's word. You know why? Um, because I think that those words matter so much. And thank you for putting them out there. I hear you. I hear you. Because sometimes a man doesn't need to be fixed. As dumb as it is, we just need to be heard. Because sometimes, and you know this, we as men, and I know it sounds cliche to anybody listening to this, but we're trying to drive a point home. Men are so used to taking it in and not talking and not sharing and just dealing with it. You have no idea what a man goes through. And sometimes it's too late because unfortunately we know this, the percentage of uh, people unfortunately take their own lives is a higher amongst men than it is for women. It's a lot higher. And most of the time, you always ask themselves, nobody saw it coming. You never see suicide coming, obviously. I'm not trying to put a damper note on this because it's become such a huge issue that it's really soliciting me because people need to hear this, that amongst men, we need to support each other. And sometimes the best thing you can do, and we know this as black men, black men are very hard to go get therapy. Black men are very hard just to say like, hey. Yo, can I bother you? Can we go like, you know, just go take a walk or go to Tim's, get a coffee because I need to talk to someone. Sometimes they can't talk to their kids. They can't talk to their boss. They can't talk to their spouses because they're ashamed. And it's it's such a weight on their shame to admit that I need help is so heavy. They would rather die with it. But those words are so important. I hear 
you. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, 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 no. It's, 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 I'm so resonating with what you're seeing right now. And this is the reason why I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Because when you want to see the change in the world, you want, you have to be the change mm-hmm. that you want in the world. And I have dealt with that, uh, for, for the last 30 years of my life. No, really? Listen, it, it is it's society, mm-hmm. uh, our culture, our background, a man that's supposed to cry, a man that's supposed to have emotions. A man's supposed to be tough. A man's supposed to be, a man's supposed to be, a man's, and then as you get all this on your shoulder, be like, okay, I'm supposed to be this. I'm supposed to be that. Okay. So if I'm not doing this, then I'm not a man. If I don't know how to change my oil and my car, am I a man? If I'm not manual, am I a man? If I cry, does that mean I'm too emotional or I'm not emotional enough? And, and as I'm, as you're growing up, you have your, 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 your mother or your sister or, or the person, the people that you're around, they tell you, you know, don't do that. And then you get married and they say, well, why are you not doing this enough? So on one hand, they're telling you not to do that. Mm-hmm. And you've got your spouse say, well, you're not open up. So it, it is very, very difficult having contradictory uh, uh, information, but I'm here to tell men as, as, as difficult it might be. It is time for us because asking for help is actually a sign of strength. It is not a sign of weakness. Yes. It's shame. Asking for help is as you you are strong enough to say, I need help because you are connected with yourself and you know you're about to hit the wall. Just like I did about eight months ago that I decided to go to therapy. How many of us in our society, in our culture, that use those words, I need a help, and I'm going to get help, actually got the help. And I did this all on my own because I was connected with my inner self, knowing that I know my limit, and here's another thing, not to be I'm not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person. And we're all, all spiritual having a human uh, uh, experience. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing is God can do this, that absolutely God can do it all. But God also provide professionals and help for us to go get help. Because when you look at the cross, you've got vertical, you've got horizontal. Mm-hmm. So the vertical relationship is with the people around you. Uh, the horizontal uh, um, relationship is people around you. The vertical is through God. So just because you are spiritual doesn't mean that you can't have a relationship with people that are around you. And those people are there to help. And a lot of times, God is going to bring somebody in your way to actually help you. So I just want anybody that's under the sound of my voice, especially black men, please, 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 please do yourself a favor. Do your family a favor. Do get some help because mental health is a taboo in our community. We don't hear that enough because we don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. It's actually killing us. We're killing ourselves by not getting out and get some help. So I hope um, this message is being heard loud and clear. What to understand? You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. We're all in this together. We on this together, and we here. And I'll love for people, if possible, for us to give. I'll be willing to give my phone number and my email address. Anyone that wants to connect to talk, I'm here because the last thing I want is one more brother. And we see what's happening here in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Not just among black men, among men together. Mm-hmm. That when everything, when the world is coming, is collapsing on their shoulder, when it's getting too heavy, they lash out. And whoever is next to them. Collateral damage. Gonna be the collateral damage. And we're sick and tired of seeing our brothers doing things to themselves and to others that they, they love because they did not. You're not going to help. It was important enough for them to get help.
You need to know how to process. And we need to, again, there are people, you know, say you're just talking and I'm going to try to, you know, just make it relatable for people because you understand this. You're very big about physical fitness, so you understand the entire scenario at the gym. This is an example I use a lot. Some people can do one push-up. To your left, there's one push-up. To your right, you see a guy doing 100 push-ups. You can do two. But eventually, if you want to get to that guy who gets in 100, the best thing you can do, like, hey, I see you know how to do 100 push-ups. How do you do that? You can look at your mental health the same way. It is totally okay to ask for help. Don't be just in your little corner thinking like, okay, I'm just, just going to be here, going to do my own thing, and I'll be okay. If you want to elevate, you've got to be, to be able to squash the ego, because I know ego is very present, especially among men. Squash the ego two seconds and open up your mind and your heart and ask for help. And you're right. I really hope that this message can actually reach the men that need it so we can actually be better um, collaborators, better husbands, better fathers, better brothers, better friends. Because hmm. sometimes you're lashing out and you don't know what you're dealing with and you just need an outside perspective to tell you like, you know what? What's up? How you doing? Yo, haven't heard from you in a couple of days. Been off a little bit. Haven't seen you around. What's up? Hmm. How are you dealing with the pandemic? How are the kids? Because sometimes it's something very basic and sometimes you realize sometimes it, it can be a little bit more severe, you know? And you got to have people to talk to. And I want to pivot a little bit because you mentioned something very important, the horizontal relationship, as in the people around us. And something I've noticed a lot, especially along my journey, and I'd love to get your, your truth on this one. Um, sometimes we're surrounded by the wrong people. And on our journey towards, you know, elevating and reaching our next level, however that looks for us, it's often very hard, if not, if not very scary, to realize that, you know what, I need to separate from these people. I need to separate from this mindset. I need to separate from this environment. And if you have, you know, some words of guidance, how do we step over that threshold? How do we step over that fear? Because, you know, this could be spouses. This could be close relatives. This could be friends, colleagues, longtime friends. And I've myself been doing a bit of reading. So I'm really going about this in my own experience, right? I realize that it's funny, but what I read was like, you've outgrown those genes a long time ago and you know it. You know, I made a post about it on Twitter. You've outgrown those genes a long time ago and you know it. You're keeping them just for nostalgia's sake. Same goes for some friendships. You know that you had a history way back when, and for the, for the sake of God knows what, you're still holding on to it. And you realize that these certain relationships no longer serve you and you need to come to terms with that. How can you help us, you know, just navigate that? Because for some people, some people are frozen stiff within this environment and they can't move forward. That is, that is very interesting. And I'm loving this. I am loving this. Here's the thing. I've realized that you don't need to physically or, or, or verbally um, take people away or out of your circle. You got to understand we have three type of people. You have, unfortunately, you have mediocrity, you've got average, and you've got excellent. Here's what I find out. The people that are around you, the reason why they're still around you is because you haven't raised your standards. You got to have standards. Now, you have to understand now, you and I, let's just say we're friends. Mm -hmm. And I have some standard. But if I want to elevate myself, I've got to raise my standards. And having respect for myself is asking you to respect those standards. So once I know, once you, I raise my standards, I can no, we can no longer go out and, and drink it anymore. So, okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I can understand why at, at, at the, some years ago that I would be, I was being left out. I wasn't being called for certain things. And, and, you know, as we all are human beings, we like to be liked. We like to be, 
invited to things. We like to be, you know, known to the clique, to the gang, to whatever. And I could understand that. And mine was subconsciously. I wasn't doing it. It just, at the time for me, was like, okay, I need to start raising my standards. Then I came to realize years later, the reason why I wasn't being called, the reason why I wasn't being invited is because they no longer fit in my standards. So they feel already judged because of the standards that I have. So all that to say, whether it's relatives, families, friends, you do not need to get rid of people. They will get rid of themselves because you raise your standards. And I'm going to give you an illustration. There is a coach um, and uh, he went to a high school um, to uh, scout boys or, or, or young men for to go play basketball, college basketball. And a lot of times what they'll do, they have them do, uh, uh, you know, running and do drills and all that kind of stuff. He just have them do, he said, give me, he asked the other coach, give me your 15 best players. He said, perfect. What he did was he put him through a training. He raised the standard of the training. And the next day, out of the 30 uh, players, there's only 15 left. He said, there's other 15. He said, but you didn't do any tests, any physical. He said, I don't need to because I raised the standards and some couldn't take it. So, in a nutshell, all you have to do, raise your standards and let them know those are my standards. If you want to be around me, then you're going to have to respect the standards. You're going to have to respect my boundaries. And the reason why people are not respecting us, because we do not respect ourselves. Because we can only be treated the way we are treating ourselves. So oh, it's no, okay. It's no one else's fault if they do things to us. That's because we allow them to do that. Raise our standards. And let them know the boundaries. Once they know that, they either get on board or they get left behind. Simple as that. Wow. You know, and I'm putting myself into the seat of the devil's advocate, into basically anybody hearing this conversation, because we're trying to, you know, bring forward new mindsets and new habits. And I'm pretty sure, and you know this, I'm pretty sure a lot of people hearing this are going to label you as cocky as pretentious, as, you know, holier than thou. But I'm not because you realize that, you know what, growth is uncomfortable. And sometimes you're right. Again, with the gene analogy, you need to grow out of those genes at some point. You're right. You can go, you need to change habits. You need to change yourself because I believe, and I'm not sure if you agree, I believe that, you know what, life is like a river. It flows, all right? It's organic. It keeps flowing. There is growth. Change is part of the process. You cannot remain static. Otherwise, you're not human. It does not happen. So eventually, it's an evolution. You have to evolve. So there is no, there's no aggression. There's no condescension in saying that, yes, I am changing my standards, you know? Um, I'm for myself, as funny as it sounds, I've tried to, you know, just cut away from coffee. You know, I'm trying to take coffee out of my diet. I have nothing against coffee. It's a wonderful drink. I've drank coffee like a madman for the past few years, but like, you know what? And I actually had to sit myself down. I'm like, okay, as you said, what do I need in my life right now? Is coffee really part of my life? And I'm like, how much do I need coffee? And I realize I don't. Mm. And as you know, being Haitian, you know, Sunday dinner at the in-laws or like, you know, stepping over, you know, having dessert and then having the traditional coffee. You having coffee? No. What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. I just cut out coffee and I'm slowly doing that. And I can see it in their eyes. Like, you stop drinking coffee? Like, well, yes. Those are small examples, but you can extrapolate that to so many things. And if you don't change your standards... You can't talk about wanting to grow or change or pivot, you know? And why I wanted to to switch it up on you is because it's, you know, through all the content, all the interaction that we've had, and I know you're, you're going to resonate with this. What does the word discipline mean to you? 
That's a very good question. As a coach, you asked me what the what is the word discipline? I mean, I I live, breathe discipline. Discipline is doing what you have to do even when you don't feel like doing it. That's what it is. Discipline is doing what you have to do even if you don't feel like doing it. Even when no one is watching. That's what it is. It's day in and day out doing what must be done in order for you to, to have what others don't have. Simple as that. As How do sim- we confuse it from between discipline and motivation? Why do we oh. often get them mixed up? Wow, my friend. Motivation is like showers. You have to do it every day. Now, motivation, people think motiva- motivation don't come before discipline. Discipline comes and then you have, you be, you are motivated. And a lot of times the problem that I'm, that I'm, 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 I'm encountering with some of the clients, they want motivation. I say motivation is not going to come because your motivation is going to come from the discipline that you are creating for yourself. By having this discipline, inevitably you're going to have results. And when you get results, you are motivated and that motivation keeps coming back every day. Every day. Motivation is like your 24 hours. Every day you wake up, you have a new 24 hours. Mm-hmm. It's the same as motivation. Motivation is about 1%, if that 0.00% of your success. And everybody talks about motivation, motivation. Well, yeah, but there's a lot of work that needs to lead you to be motivated to do what needs to be done. Even when you don't feel like it, even no one is watching. 25 years I've been training. I can't believe how fast it's gone. I started at 16 years and I'm 41. Yes, I was motivated because there was a reason why I was motivated, but motivation doesn't keep me going. Now, discipline, consistency is what keeps me going. Every day I have to motivate myself. Every day. People say, well, you're a coach. Oh, trust me. Trust me. Every day I have to motivate myself. So motivation and discipline are two completely separate things, my friend. Do you believe that, I know it's a loaded question, but sometimes I believe that, no, I don't believe it. It's just through my own observation. I'm trying to word this properly. Do you believe, coach, that we have to go through, let's call it the trauma do you believe that we have to break? Do you believe that we have to be destroyed? Do you believe that we have to go through the fire or let's just call it through hell before we come into the revelation of our own greatness to finally identify the why, the purpose, the 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 gift, if you will, you know, is that necessary? Because sometimes we hear about the hero stories and, you know, the the trials and tribulations and I was sleeping on my floor and I had to lose everything three times and I lost both businesses or Steve Harvey. I, I, I failed two marriages. I got I was leaving out of my car and everything. Those are great stories, you know, to build on the greatness that that came within. Do we have to go through that trauma or eventually do we hear the examples and try to not to make the same mistakes? Or do we have to go through our own BS to come into our own gift? Where, the, where does the line draw in there? That's the key word, is we're all going to have to go through our own trauma. Now, let me ask you the question. I know it's a rhetorical question. For sure. How do we find out if if a certain goal is pure? Oh. Don't oh. drop the I'm going to pick up the <laughs> drop it. How do we know if the goal is pure? The only way to get to know is to go to fire. Go to the fire. So your fire can look like it can come a different form. Now, does that mean that you have to go through, you know, the sleeping on the floor? That this it could be the way you were raised. It could be um, child molestation. It could be sexually abused. It could be uh, uh, mentally abused. It could be a lot of different things. It could be just being bullied like I was. That's the reason why I started the training, the, you know, because I was being bullied and I didn't have an older brother and my, my father passed away when I was three. And my only way to cope with that, uh, to show that I was a man is to start training. And here I am 25 years later 
Sigona stronger than ever before. So I do believe at some point in our lives, we're going to need that wake up call. We're going to need to be awakened to realize, okay, well, what is my purpose here? What is it that I was called to, 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 to do in this, on this earth, on the, in this world? Who am I? Who am I? How we ever ask ourselves that question? Who am I? Not what people say that I am. Not what I pretend to be. Who am I truly? And until we can ask ourselves those hard questions and actually, and going into the inside and pull you know, open the curtain and really put it out there. Examine yourself. We're never going to truly know ourselves and we're never going to understand exactly our purpose. So to answer that question for you, yes, we do need to go through some stuff. And sometimes we have gone through stuff without realizing it. And that's what we keep going through the same thing over and over. It's just like a, it's just a school. When we take a test, if we don't pass it, we're going to have to take the same test again over and over. It's just like life. So the reason why we haven't realized that because we keep making the same mistake over and over and over again. So I think that's what it is. So everybody can go through different trauma, different different things. Your story is not like my story, but it doesn't mean, doesn't mean that your story is not worth to be told because you're the one that goes through it. You're the one that can actually re- really help us to relieve what is whatever it is that the trauma that you have dealt with or you are dealing with or you should be dealing with so yeah i believe that uh, at some point our greatness will come out when the going get tough and we have no other options and that's when we'll really know what we're truly made of i love it i love it i love that you brought up you brought up um your personal story because it reminds me a lot of uh, the book I read from Terry Crews uh, called Manhood. Um, and was it Manhood? I manhood. It was, it was Manhood. Yeah. And he'd said it himself, the reason he started bodybuilding and he wanted to get strong is basically to defend himself against his abusive father. Because he can remember afternoons where his father would just come home and start beating the living daylights out of him and his brother. And his mom, and he wanted to defend his mom. That was his motivation. He only wanted to get strong because that was because if I'm strong, he can't do this to me and he can't do this to my mom. And you're right. Sometimes it can be as basic as that. It's traumatic. But when you boil it down, I need to be strong to defend myself and my mom because that's the only way I know how. The only way he can do this to me is because he's stronger than me. So I'm going to get strong. And here you are 25 years down. And I want to parallel that with, you know, um, cause I'd like you to, you know, just, you know, just give us a little bit of words of wisdom about patience. And I'm going to take a great example of what happened to me today. All right. Personal stories, because I, uh, for the past couple of years have been, uh, taking on the Spartan race, you know, just obstacle, uh, obstacle course racing for the past two or three years. But with COVID, I was, I, my personal goal was to go for another trifecta, just get three medals in one year, but COVID stopped everything. So I haven't been in the gym in a while. So I started again, right? And the gym is right next to the office. I got an hour's lunch. So I'm like, okay, let me just get struggling and just go to the gym. And here I am just walking in and I'm like, <sighs> You know how it is. I'm like, okay, so what do I do? Okay, do I go do a deadlift? Okay, am I going to go to the barbells? And I'm I'm dealing with a lot of overwhelm, and I'm also dealing with a lot of shame because the 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 record is playing in my head. You know, man, I used to I used to bench press this, I used to do that, and look at him, look at her, look at everything, and you know what? And I had to sit myself down two seconds, like, dude, you haven't been to the gym in over two years. You're starting over. You're here to take care of yourself. You're not here for them. You're here for you. Do what you can, where you are, with what you have. And you know what? I did a 30-minute workout, you know, just just, just uh, did, um, did, did a bench press with an empty bar, just practice the moves, just to get my body back, you know, just understand the moves. So here I am just talking to myself. It's crazy, but I'm talking to myself. And why I wanted to parallel this, I could be saying like, Look at Coach Will. He's so jacked and he's like 25. He's still doing it and everything. You, what can you tell us about patience and you know what? Acceptance and know where you are. Don't 
look at Coach Will. Don't look at the other guy. Focus on you. You'll get there. And as you mentioned at the top of the recording, you have to have vision. What is the vision? And you just need to execute right now. And I was wondering if you can speak on that. Let's talk about patience. <laughs> I remember I was stuck. I was speaking to God. I said, God, I need patience, but I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about patience. So relatable. Uh, I'm telling you, patience is a virtue, and, and I do believe that. Now, let's, let's take it a little bit global or on a macro level. Mm-hmm. Patience. Patience is, I look at it as, as with wisdom. I, I put it in the same category as wisdom because I believe, I think they kind of go hand in hand. Patience and wisdom. Because a lot of time we, we see something and then we give it just enough time. Just enough time and we'll see what it's all about. Just enough time. So, patience, let's, now we, 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 we were talking about the gym. Let's just take the analogy and let's look at the gym. And I've seen a lot of young kids, you know, and I'm looking at my youngest self. I'm like, wow. And I was fortunate enough when I started, I started with a coach and, and really helped me. And I'm seeing a lot of young kids. They just, they just want to just get jacked up. They've got that testosterone. I mean, they were just, they're just ready to just rip things apart like crazy. Now, here I am 25 years later, minor, minor injury, but nothing major, nothing really to set me off for years and years. Now, mind you, I've done some crazy things, you know, some heavy weights because I started as a power lifter mm-hmm. and then I switched to bodybuilder. And now I always wanted to have longevity. And this training. Here I am, 41 years later, every time that I tell somebody at the gym, they cannot believe it. Now, I could bench the three plates that you, 20-year-old, doing right now. But I won't. Because that's wisdom. Now, let's see you at 41, my age, after your joints. After your, 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 just, just really, really, um, just, dismantle your body because you want that quick strength. You want that bit. Let me tell you something. Who does not enjoy a cooked meal? However, the the, the drive-thru is faster. Mm-hmm. Oh! But a cooked meal tastes much better and it is healthier for you. But it takes a little longer. Now the, the 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 trust is yours. Now I can understand. Didn't have the time. This and that. Listen, it's all BS. We all have twenty four hours a day. If you better prepare yourself, then you'll save a lot of time. So going back to patience. Patience is such a. It is so important. But we're living in the world where we need everything. I mean, I even have to wait for my computer. To just download something and it was 30 seconds. It felt 30 minutes. So I, I have fallen in that trap. So I understand. But every once in a while, I would just step back and say, well, what is it that you're fussing about? It's thick. It is going to take 30 seconds. Be patient. So I think we need to be the reason why we, we don't have patience. With others, that's because we don't have patience with ourselves. It always comes back to self. Patience. How, how long you want to stop, you want to be able to train when you get to your 50s, 60s. And a lot of kids that I see in the gym right now, I'll be surprised if they're still training by 35, 40. Wow. And now with everything else that's going on, they make him feel like Superman. And I'm not going to, I'm not blasting anyone to each his own. Everybody have their own way of doing things, injection and, and, and all kinds of stuff that's out there. And I'm not saying it's bad, but it is not being controlled. It's not being properly, uh, um, dosage or whatnot. 
So people want to get that instant gratification. I want it. I want it now. Now. I care the long-term consequence, the long-term effect that it's going to have on my mind, on my body, and people around me. I just want to know. I could go back and tell my younger self one thing. I'll say, son, slow down, wake up, smell the coffee, whatever it is, smell the roses. It is not that important for you to rush in. When it's time for you, it's going to happen. If it hasn't happened yet, because it's not your time yet, be patient. Wow. I hope you guys are taking notes. This is like, this is this fire right here. This is just fire. Um, what else did I want to ask Coach Will? This next one's going to be a loaded question. I'm just, I'm just saying you right now. It's going to be a loaded question. Um, cause a lot of people want to know this. Um, and I'm trying to figure this out myself. This like, again, it's one of those things that whatever it looks like for you, you have to be the one to voice it, visualize it, envision it, and manifest it. But Coach Will, for anyone coming up to you today and asking, Coach, how do I know what my purpose is? Hmm. What would you tell them? That's a, how do I know what my purpose is? Hmm. Your purpose will come to, will make from even, I, I believe there's a, there's a, I, I, don't quote me on that in the Bible. It says that your gift will make room for, for itself. Mm-hmm. Your gift will make room for you. Your gift will make room for you. Exactly. What is your purpose? What is the gift that you've been given? What is that one thing that you do, that you do well? What is that one thing? And, I, and we have to take the time. Take the time. Take the time to 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 look around you and to see how what is what is the gift that you've been giving. Maybe you shut it down years ago because you didn't believe in yourself. Self-doubt. Um people that are around you that say you can't do it. Because it's their projection on the, they're projecting what they can't do on yourself. So therefore they think it is you, but it is not you. It's them. What is my purpose? Again, I'm a spiritual man. I'm not religious. I believe that we're all, we're all born with a per, with our purpose. And if somehow, if you're not spiritual or anything at, at all, I see. Look what you have been doing. And you've been doing it consistently for any amount of time, effortless. And that people are telling you this, this either touched their life some way, shape or form. I'll see. Take up, take some time and reevaluate that because I believe that might be your purpose. Now, if you're a spiritual person, you go back to the manual. What is our manual? Just like everything else, has, there's a manual. Your car has a manual. The refrigerator has a manual. Everything has a manual. What is the manual for a human's life? I believe it's the Bible. And I think if you are going back to the word and ask God to really help you to understand what your purpose is. I believe that God, either through his word or either through someone else, God's going to reveal his purpose to you. I truly, truly 1000% believe that you can actually know what your purpose is, either to what you've been doing consistently, effortless, and people are confirming, or you go back to the manual and ask God, to shine the light on that for you. And that that is my uh my my take on that. Man, it's like did you hear that mic drop? <laughs> it's amazing. Wow. Dropped again. Wow. Oh man, man. Coach Will, uh I want to remain respectful of my promise because I'm very respectful of uh, others' time. You've given us so, so, so many gems. And again, this is 
a very, very, this was a very necessary thing. This was, uh, I'm hoping that anyone who tuned in and who's going to listen to this recording is going to take, you know, even if they can actually have even one thing they can use and actually wake up tomorrow and, you know, just take that next step, you know, it's a job well done. It is a job well done. Coach, I can't thank you enough for your wisdom, uh, for your truth, uh, for your vulnerability, and for your wonderful, you know, insight into what can help us, you know, be a better person, be better men, uh, just have a different perspective and, you know, raw truth, some uncomfortable truths. But this is what we're here for on Awaken the Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the program today. A fantastic job. And and I hope and I wish that we have more of of people like you uh, with this platform to really reach out. So you're doing fantastic. You want to know what your purpose is? That is your purpose, my friend. <laughs> Boom. Appreciate you. Oh, seriously, seriously. Um, it's, it's, it, it's kind of, it's funny. And, you know, I've been saying this over the past year. It's funny, but you're not the first person saying that, you know, either on or off the air. And you can see it on my face because I'm slowly leaning into it. It's, you know, you, you're familiar with this. It's not the, it's the imposter syndrome. It's, you know, just leaning into your truth. I'm understanding. This is why I tell people, you know what? I'm learning as, as I am as well through this show, through this podcast. I'm learning as well. And I myself am leaning into this, understanding that, yeah, this thing, whatever you call, want to call it, because I don't believe it's the podcast. The podcast is the springboard to the thing. It's part of the thing. It's not the whole right. thing. But That's I know right. that whatever it looks like, I know this is part of it. And What's I the, really want to thank you for that. I, I think, you know what? I, some Not not a time too far from, from now, you and I are going to be on a stage. We're going to share a stage together. And I truly believe that. And I am, I am prophesying that. I'm claiming that you and I should be and will be on a stage together to share uh, what we have because we have more in common than we have in differences. So kudos to you, my friend. I love you. like cook food. Appreciate you. Man. Appreciate you. The love, the love is mutual and definitely like, you know, it's resonating and radiating through this recording. want to thank you so much for the wonderful time guys, my guest coach will, I will definitely link all the web presences and all his contacts on the blog post. Once it goes live. So please do check out the show notes. And once it comes out guys, as always, thank you for the wonderful support of the program. The podcast is still going strong. Even these years later, one episode at a time. And it's only through you and for you that we keep putting in these efforts forward. Always reach out at ATA podcast on the Instagram, uh, awaken the awesome on Facebook, always available at email as well. Awaken the awesome at gmail.com. As always guys, stay safe. Stay blessed and please do, as always, stay awesome. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We always love to get your feedback, so please do drop us a line via Instagram, Facebook, or email. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Do visit our official website at awakentheawesome.ca where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and incredible guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review, as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and spreading the word to more awesome listeners like you. We always appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.